0: Okay, folks, yeah, it's a Tuesday. Why are we doing this on a Tuesday instead of our normal Wednesday? Well, two reasons. One, there's a big wrestling show coming up tomorrow night in Philadelphia that I might be attending. But that will be up to me. But more importantly, and this is more serious, one of us lives in Florida, and a major hurricane is coming, it's already. It's going to make landfall very, very soon. And obviously it could cause major, major trouble for the whole state. So we're doing this show on a Tuesday ahead of the storm so one of us can actually be prepared and be ready to go because at this time tomorrow it might be a little bit mess. Yeah, man, yeah, well, you know,
1: it's uh, Tampa, so there it's we don't really get hit with hurricanes here, at least like not like too hard, you know. We might get the out the brush the of it, but yeah, it's already starting to push further south, and they're not saying more it's going to hit more like um, um, Fort Myers type area. You know, we'll get some up here in Clearwater, but it shouldn't be too major for us. But obviously, the southern part of the state. Could have a lot of issues.
0: Yeah, so like I said, it's a very it's a just tricky thing. Even though everything might be good, you know, it could be it could be a little bit tricky tomorrow if you if you lose power and all that. It still could happen, you know. And you're used to living down there. You've lived down there 10 years, so you you're used to this kind of weather. <laughs>
1: yeah. Well, you know, it is possible I lose power, and if we did the call tomorrow, then
0: yeah it'd be it'd be not good I mean not be good, so that's why we're doing this tonight. I don't expect to do it any more on Tuesdays, but we'll see anything can happen, you know our schedule's different, all three of our schedules different, so anything can happen but anyway, to this past week, and it was a wild week, the Eagles are doing what they're doing, they're the last unbeaten team in the NFC, and a dominant performance by both sides of the ball. Carson Wentz was made mincemeat by this defense with nine sacks, and Carson Wentz just looked like he didn't belong on the field at all. While Jalen Hurts absolutely looked like a guy that, a year and a half ago, looked like a guy that may not, might have just come and go. Like Nick Foles, a come and go kind of quarterback for somebody bigger or better. Now he's established; he's pretty much established himself as the franchise guy, and rumors of MVP talks are starting to go by natural by natural punt-ins. So, gentlemen, is Jalen Hurts the guy now? Are you convinced that he's the guy, and can he keep this up? Could he actually be? The league MVP by the end of the year.
1: Well, before you get into we, before we get into hurts on this game, um, there's something that uh, we can make official here. And you know, it, it's we as Eagles fans, it's time we can officially move on, man. We can move on. You know, these last couple weeks, um, you look at the past few years with this team. We've been uh, we've been stuck in this. Shadow of um, drafting or Whiteside and Jalen Rager over um, DK Metcalf and Justin Jefferson, and you know, now we have we finally got uh, probably the best receiving staff we've ever had in Philadelphia this year. On top of that, we played uh, Justin Jefferson and Jalen Rager just uh, uh, just over a week ago, and we completely shut them down, you know. And uh, we've also been stuck with this whole thing with Carson Wentz the last few years, where you know, we thought we had this great franchise quarterback, and then he just, you know, he just went downhill and turned into, turned into what we know him now. And uh, we got finally got a chance to play him, and we whooped his ass. You know, made him look like the bitch he is. So, <laughs> you know, it's time to move on. We got a we got a quarterback here that, like you said, he's an MVP candidate right now. He's obviously got to put it together for 17 games, but it's it's a great start you know he's got the weapons he's got the uh, a, a co- the trust of the coaching staff and his teammates he's got confidence he's throwing the ball he's running the ball you know he's doing everything for us he's the whole offense almost right now and um, and he's playing great and to me it's not much of a surprise you know um, go back to our call before the season started and one of my what, was my what was my bold prediction for the Eagles related bold prediction? It was I said Jalen Hurts was going to throw for four thousand and run for a thousand. You know, right now he's on pace for that. Obviously, there's a lot more a lot more games to go, but he's on pace for that. And those are MVP MVP numbers. So, is he a legitimate MVP candidate? Yes, definitely. Just look at what he's doing. Yes. And I concur. I fully agree. He is um right now clearly at the moment um, one, one of the top three. Um, are playing at the moment between with him, Josh Allen, and uh and I guess you could say yeah. Well, I was going to say two but now nah, well, I mean two is looking great too. Um, but Jalen's right up there and he is what I expected to see. All last year, all the talk about whether or not like you said can he be our ranch quarterback? And even people I respect um were constantly um uh I guess uh, just not feeling it. They kept saying they need to see some more. They needed this, they needed that. And I couldn't figure out what it was that was needed. Yeah, obviously he wasn't a premier quarterback last year due to other factors. But we found out when they got a running game together how much better he looked, and when his uh, receivers started catching some balls, it makes sure him look a whole lot better too. So now, off season comes, we uh, we go out, we beef up. The our receiving core. And so I knew what the, uh, uh, our GM was looking for was said, this is going to be make or break year. We're going to give him everything he can he needs and either sinks or swims. And I knew he would swim. And so this is no shock to me what I see from him. And even from the years I've seen him in Alabama and Oklahoma um, and just knowing his work ethic, I knew he was going to put the time in and get it done. He was going to be like that character we beat in Washington, who has still not figured out how to play this game, which is absolutely mind-boggling <laughs> what we witnessed uh, Sunday to the point where I started to feel sorry.
0: So to answer the question, yes. Well, I mean, hey, Jalen Hurts is a guy that's, you know, he he's a guy who's been pampered well, but he's been kind of disrespected throughout his football career. I mean, Tua did replace him in the national championship game when he was at Alabama, helped win the national championship. So he is a co-national champion, but, you know, Tua did the work in the second half of that game. Then he went to Oklahoma, he cut his hair, and obviously became a a, a, Heisman, a top front, front-running Heisman guy. Took them to the playoff. Like I say, came in a, in a draft where, when looking back, the 2020 draft when it comes to quarterbacks, it's pretty respected. You know, you got, obviously, Justin Herbert and and Joe Burra and obviously Tua. Uh, sadly, the outliner is Jordan Love. So, we'll, well, maybe one day he'll be something. But, obviously, he was not drafted in the first round. He was a second round pick. And I was kind of surprised. I thought he had first round ability. And then, obviously, the Eagles drafted him and that obviously changed the narrative about Carson Wentz. Because Carson Wentz, completely whiffed like we all probably thought he could. He just, because of his non-confident self, he whipped on that draft pick. And then they did what they did in 2009 with McNabb and Vic, used him in in, in many games, but realized, unfortunately, he didn't want to be here no more. And then Hertz took over near the end of the year. And obviously, you know, the day, after, the day of Wentz getting traded, he was told by his agent that he might not be the guy that they may replace him or they might give him a chance but not give him a live chance and i think that that day changed his entire life and his entire career of what he thought of what he he should do and so far now jalen hurts is not only one of the best quarterbacks in this league he's one of the best leaders in in this league i mean he He's a motivator, and he's obviously he's giving out talks and everything else. Nothing Wentz ever did. And he's obviously motivated to win. He's a guy who wants to win. He's motivated to win, and that's what you need in a quarterback. That's what you need in a franchise quarterback. And he's got all that, and he's getting the tools. He gets his best friend, A.J. Brown, in here, and then obviously... You know, you have Devontae Smith, who's we all know it can be that guy. And what a great game he had on Sunday. What a, that great, great catch in the second quarter. That was just unbelievable. And now, and then you have the defense. And you already know this defense was going to be good. You know they were going to be good. And you see what they did to Wentz. It's, like I said, this team, the sky's the limit at this point. Even though it's early, the sky is the limit. And it's not like this NFL. NFC is is dangerous. I mean, we saw we saw. Well, I didn't see all of it, but most of y'all saw the Packers and Bucks play, and nobody was excited. Nobody, nobody. You can't you can't be scared of those two teams. They barely scored. I mean, look at the Cowboys and the Giants last night. They could barely score. We can score in bunches. We can score when we when we want to, and that's one thing that that changes the narrative about this team. Because people have to look at point differential. We're way ahead of most of these teams in this league. And that's what's gonna help this team be tougher to deal with. Now, I can look at Sunday's game as a challenge, the first potential challenge of the season, because obviously Dougie P's got his Jaguars working really well and they coming off a monster win against the against the Chargers. But I can't really worry about that game because I I believe we have the momentum. We're the better team and we're going to take care of our business. And obviously for Jalen Hurts, the guy is, he's unbelievable. He's done a, a hell of a job this year to this point. But like I said, it's still a long way to go. Can he keep this up? That's the question mark. I mean, can he get to, can we, you know, obviously we'll win this division probably get to the playoffs and that's when we'll, we'll know. We didn't get a good read of him last year in the postseason, but that, this year with, with bigger expectations, we'll see what he's he's capable of. But but Hertz is obviously growing. He's growing. He's getting he's getting higher. And at the end of the and, 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 like I said, I'm looking forward to. I'm looking forward to what else could happen this season.
1: Yeah, definitely, definitely, man. Um, he's a. Uh... He's obviously taken a major step forward in his development, and um, it helps to have the receiving staff that they have and the offensive line that they have. And, um, you know, I think he can continue this, especially this year with the, the schedule that the Eagles have. They really don't have a lot of really good teams that they have to play. So he does have a lot of teams like the Vikings and like the Redskins, Washington, you know, Jacksonville. Just teams that are maybe some of them are okay on defense, but they're not great. You know, we don't we don't play the Bills, we don't play the Bucks, we don't pay, play the Chiefs. So, um it's a great chance for him to really take us another step forward in his game and really establish himself as a true franchise quarterback. Yes, and he um. I'm looking forward to like next week's game and week after. Uh, I, I, and I never do this in September, but I'm just feeling really good about try booking my flight to Phoenix. <laughs> I'm just feeling it. And like I said, I had to put the money down, so I, I literally put my money in my mouth this. So we shall see. I'm going to enjoy the ride and just enjoy each week as they come. But and watching Jalen get better each week and i'm glad that after every press conference he always says there are things we could have done better he's never satisfied and i like that that hunger
0: being here. well kwame since you are going out to vegas you maybe you should take a detour out to glendale and get yourself prepared at hotel room for that week six match that week five matchup with arizona because obviously that would be a snippet knowing that they have to come here to win if they're gonna win, they have to come back there in February. So I mean I'm not saying you do that, but you know, we're getting to that point we're getting to the point where, you know, I mean it's early it's still very early. It's still not cold yet and things, you know, but but you obviously starting to see where these teams are. Where a lot of teams are gonna start separating themselves and everything else. And so far, I mean, even though a lot of teams still are trying to figure themselves out like the Raiders for for example still looking for a win and then there's other teams you know are all around the league but the Eagles kind of know who they are and and Jalen Hurts knows who he is he's getting up there he's getting he's getting up there and there's and a lot of people have to put respect on his name here it's obvious so like I said it's all it's all positive here for for the Eagles but of course there are 31 other teams and it's not all positive and the Buffalo Bills yesterday on Sunday had a had a kind of a dose of reality that even though yeah you can't really take into to the fact that they lost this game to the Dolphins, it's a reminder that this Miami Dolphins team is like the Eagles says, is very improved. They're vast improved, and they obviously took it to the Bills defensively and gave Josh Allen a, a tough a tough task, and he didn't live up to his big game name throwing the ball over 60 times. But my question to y'all two is, I mean, I don't think I'm... We shouldn't be worried that the the Bills lost, but are the Dolphins for real? Are they for real?
1: Well, before I get to the Dolphins, um, one last little thing about the Eagles game. Um, You know, back before the season started... I told you, or I I didn't tell you. I I gave you a whole bunch of comparisons to um, this year's team and the 2017 team. I said I I thought you know they were real similar. A lot of people were starting to think that way going into training camp. I've been saying it since the draft, but um, um, I gave you a lot of comparisons. And uh, there's another there's another parallel to now to the 2017 season because back in September 2017. um, We played the Redskins and whooped their ass, and immediately after that, right down here in Tampa, we got hit with a hurricane named Hurricane Irma, you know, that that, right after that game. We got nailed with that. That was another major hurricane, and it's the last one that's come through here, and uh, now, right after this Redskins game, we're getting hit with another one, Hurricane um, Ian, same uh, initial, too. So, you know, it's got nothing to do with football, but... Uh-oh. You showing <laughs> yeah, a yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there you go. I like but, uh, it. Uh- <laughs> Yeah, getting to the Dolphins game, Dolphins-Bills game. Um, This was one of my picks for our um, season-long bet here. I had the Dolphins. This was also... When we when we talk on Sunday, me and Rob, we do. I give you my lock of the week. I had the Dolphins. This game was also my lock of the week with the Dolphins. Um, my lock of the week now is that I'm sitting at three and zero, uh, and I hit that game on both ends. So, but yeah, the Dolphins are they're a good team, man. They're a good team. Um, I don't think they're in the, in the elite section of the AFC, um, but they had a nice matchup there. Like I said. Playing in Miami in September, that's rough. That's rough, especially for a team from the north like the Bills. Not only that, the Bills were coming in here. They've been uh, been the team to beat, you know. So Miami had a – this was a big measuring stick for them. And for the Bills, like I said, I thought they might come in here a little bit too cocky on top of that with all their injuries. So I thought this was just like a perfect storm for Miami, and um, it worked out that way. But Miami is a good team. I just need to see a little bit more out of them. Their defense hasn't been super impressive, although they did play well against the Bills. Um, And I need to see more out of their offense. You know, the offense can put up points, but the whole offense is two players. Let's face it, Jalen Waddell and Tyree Kill. (laughs) You know, Um, Jalen Waddell, uh, in three games so far this year, he has 19 receptions, 343 yards, or 342 yards and three touchdowns. Tyree Kill is 21 for 317 and two. The um, next receiver on the team, yardage wise, is um, is um, Edmonds, and he's got 54 yards. At the running the running back Chase Edmonds. So um, it's basically two players that whole offense goes through, and I, I need to see somebody else step up on that team before I can move them up to the elite category. <clears throat> Yeah, the, the Dolphins, hey, they're looking good. Um, I thought the... Betting-wise, I thought the Dolphins was a better pick. I mean, the Bills coming in favored by six was a little crazy um, on the road. But I also thought Eagles being favored by six on the road was crazy, too. So I was right on one, not right on the other. But Miami, it said, it's good. And it's like you mentioned about Waddell and... Uh, that in, a, I mean, what a cannon he has, uh left handed cannon he can just throw out there. It, But we look at the stats, like I said, they're so ridiculously out of balance that there's no way you thought that the Dolphins won that game. I think Tua only threw the ball 18 times, and uh, Josh Allen threw it 62 or 63. Or 63. I mean, that's how he, he threw it. More than triple, three and a half times more than uh, Tua, and he loses. Even when the Dolphins put the ball up to his butt for a safety. So, even with that, they still won the game. I swore that I was going to kill him. I swore the Bills were going to come down and kick up winning field goal, and we're going to be laughing at that safety forever. But they got off the hook because the Bills uh, could not manage the clock. Uh, uh, well enough so yeah the Dolphins are a real team um and I wouldn't be surprised if Eagles Dolphins in Phoenix
0: I don't know could happen yeah I mean you know Mark Sanchez actually tweeted about that but that button thing it, it was hilarious I mean <laughs> you know but <laughs> but safety you know wasn't the only safety on Sunday but you know, I'll even tell you a funny story. I was looking at something recently from 1997 where I think I think it was Vinny Testaverde or somebody on the Jets. They were playing the Colts and they threw the ball. They threw the ball. It was late in the game and they were trying to pin the Colts and they were struggling without a punter or anything and he threw the ball and they and you throw the ball into the end zone by itself. It's a safety. And then they used that as momentum and then once the Colts got the ball, they tried to throw it for a Hail Mary, got intercepted. So, yeah, safeties can be used in fun way, in a dumb way, in a hilarious way, and in a smart way. So, you never know. But, to me, looking at this situation, I mean, this seemed like a trap game looking at it. Like you said, Matt, the weather obviously in Florida is, is obviously a crazy, crazy situation. Because you're dealing with the heat and humidity, and obviously, in Flor especially down there in Miami, it's always gonna be like ninety degrees for another three or four more weeks. So, obviously, that messed with their mind. It was a really crazy game. Obviously, there's there's controversy because Tua got injured at one point, and they thought it was a concussion. He got back into the game. They're investigating. I don't think it, they're going to come up with anything. But it was kind of like two different mindsets. And you're absolutely right about about Miami's. Offense. It's basically Waddle and and the Cheetah. But the problem is, where's everybody else? I mean, they have Raheem Moser. He's a grip back. Chase Edmonds. He's a very good back. They need to. Yeah, of course, they have to spread the. They have to spread the ball around. Because what if those two don't have good games? What if they have trouble with with safeties or or corners? And then somebody else has to take over. That's something that Mike McDaniel has to work on. Because he obviously runs that offense, and he's gonna have to put his money where his mouth is eventually. But to me, I shouldn't be concerned if you're Buffalo. I think they're still a very good team, obviously. But then again, they had conf- They're they're kind of like once in a, in a full team situation, they have confidence issues. That's why they struggled last year. At one point, they struggled bad enough that they couldn't they couldn't get to the Super Bowl. And you saw that result with the Chiefs last year in the playoffs. So. To me, hopefully this loss is not a big deal, but then again, you're fine for a division tile and this is your toughest competition and they beat you already. So they'll remember this later in the year when they meet again, obviously with bigger bigger situation, bigger goals at that point, but hopefully this doesn't affect them. This doesn't hurt them. Obviously, yeah, they were down six defensive starters. And their defensive and their offensive coordinator Ken Dorsey just lost his mind when he couldn't when they couldn't get that field goal out because the time ran out. So it was a controversial game all around. But at the end of the day, I can't look at and say that neither team is what they are. I think they're still the status quo for now. But we'll see what happens going forward. Yeah, yeah,
1: I still rate the Bills better, but. Um... Miami played a good game, but I mean, I wouldn't look at last year the Bills' defense compared to this year. The Bills' defense this year is a lot better. They had a lot of injuries there in the secondary. Um, I mean, really, they were missing both their starting cornerbacks and both their starting safeties. You know, the the safety one of their safeties, Micah Hyde, is
0: going to be out for the season. Yeah, that's that's a big loss. He's a really good. He's been very good for them for many years. So
1: exactly, but they'll get the rest back, and they do have some depth at safety. And the defense, all things considered, they only allowed 21 points, so you know it's not that they got trashed. So it was the offense that needed to score more, as far as they, if you ask me. But I think if they go up when they go up there, if Miami goes up there in December, the Buffalo, it's going to be a different story.
0: Yeah, it's it's different weather because Buffalo's not used to the heat and humidity, and Miami's not used to the cold and and wind. So. Obviously, it's two different it's two different environments, and it, it benefits the home team all the time. So we'll see. But as we look around this league, I mean, you know, just looking at a lot of these matchups, I mean, you know, obviously Rodgers and Brady played, and that was a okay, you know, okay game. But it's starting. We're starting to show see that Brady is starting to get older. I think that age is starting to catch up with him because. Even though there was a lot of guys out with injury, you would think that he would mo he would he would obviously help these other receivers and, and get and get the ball down the field, but he struggled with that. He really did struggle with that. And it's not like the Packers are doing great either because they don't have any good receivers on that team either. So like I said, that was a tough game to watch. I mean last night the Giants and the Cowboys we, we kinda saw we kinda saw the writing on the wall. The, the the Cowboys, yeah, they're uh they're not as good as last year, but they but of course they were gonna beat the Giants because the Giants are not that good at all, you know, and and then that dreaded that dreaded non contact injury by Sterling Shepard, that was pretty sad there, you know, and he's out for the season, so that's tough for them. Um, yeah. yeah. So I mean. Same. Um but you know what?
1: With the Cowboys, I'm telling you right now, Dak Prescott is getting nervous. He can't be watching Cooper out there outperforming him. And I said on week one, the worst thing and the best thing that happens to the Cowboys, the worst thing for me, is that Dak got hurt. Is Dak looked bad. And last year, he didn't look all that great to me. So I think we've seen his peak, and he's already on the slide down. Cooper coming in, who I – if I read it correctly, he get cut this year at the end of training camp, and they brought him back. Or was it from last year he was cut? Anybody know? Yeah, no, they uh, did <laughs> From what I remember, they, they went in they, after training camp, um, going after the last round of cuts, They only, the Cowboys only had back at quarterback. He was the only quarterback on the roster. Oh, wow. Okay. Well, the Coop man is looking all right. Not that I like that at all. <laughs> but uh he has some night nice passes when that was dropped. Beautiful when that was dropped, but uh he, he did make up for it at the end. But um yeah, the 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 Cooper show and how the house is all good about themselves and I'm tired of hearing from these Cowboys fans and their nonsense. So I can't wait we get with them um Week five, we gotta shut that nonsense down. week six, we gotta shut that nonsense right down. Come on, finish that match. But look at the power ranking. I don't know if you saw them so far. They got Green Bay at four, and and speaking of receivers, they said you know he's looking. He's, he, uh, Aaron Rodgers it says here might be finding new love in his out room. Rookie fourth rounder Romeo. I guess it's Dubs or Dubs. All my boy, that's my boy. <laughs> and the score for the narrow win over the Bucks. So they got them. They're feeling real good about Green Bay. I don't think they're fourth ranked team myself, but number three,
0: Miami Dolphins. And is which rankings are Atlanta, is that the NFL or ESPN? Oh, NFL, NFL.com com. Yeah. NFL.
1: yeah, and. uh they said in here, throwing a but survived butt, survive butt punt, some clock management and special teams failures by the previously impervious opponent. You can say the Dolphins are living a charmed life right now. Number two are those Bills. We have fifty-one more plays than the Dolphins, and your new number one out of Philadelphia, the Eagles.
0: You know. You know, I I, you know, as much as I look at power rankings and I can go back to two thousand two when when they structured and everything, realignment and stuff, I don't always pay attention to it long term until until it actually matters in the postseason where these teams are at. So I mean by that point it's called moment it's called a little thing called momentum and, and then you realize who the best teams are by that point. You know. Yeah, I mean,
1: it, it's all for fun, but still, it's nice to see the Eagles up there at number one, but um, I got to say, man, my boy, Romeo Dobbs, You know, you, Rob knows, I've been talking him up since last year, since he was in college. He's my guy, so it's nice to see him not only in the preseason tearing up, but now he's doing it in the regular season, too.
0: Yeah.
1: What school did he come from? Nevada. He played with Carson Strong.
0: Yeah, but like I said, I mean, as we look around, looking on the AFC side of things, the Bengals and uh, Colts got off the snide, and boy, a lot of controversy in that game with with the Chiefs, you know, it's almost like, you know, what the hell's going on, I mean, it's not like they missed Tyreek Hill, but it seems like they did there at the end of that game, because it seemed like nobody could... Get themselves in the in the right situation for a clutch situation, that could that could obviously have some issues down the road, you know. And Tennessee also got off mm. this night as well. So, I mean, I mean, any thoughts on the AFC side? I mean, we already talked about obviously we talked about Miami and and Buffalo, but any any thoughts of the of the AFC side? Yeah, I mean, um, I mean, the Chiefs are one of the
1: disappointments of the week. We obviously do that, but. I mean, they lost to the, the Colts. Who the week before, the Colts lost to Jacksonville, got shut out, got got embarrassed. Um, I mean, they, they, the Chiefs obviously do miss Tyree Kill. There's no question about it. Tyree Kill is a is a special player, and you know they replaced him with a, hand, a couple of solid players it still doesn't make up for the the special talent that Tyreek Hill has. And, um, I mean, it it shows just in their games and in Mahomes' stats, you know. Three games in a year, Um, Mahomes did have a great game week one, but the last two games he's thrown for uh, 235 yards and 262 yards. You know, it's not like they're moving the ball up and down the field. So, they do miss Hill. Yeah. Yeah, I was really shocked at that loss, um, the old coach But and to see uh, Mahomes fussing with the OC, I don't see Mahomes doing much fussing. And I said, "Uh oh," Andy Reid had to get between them, you know, kind of walk him uh, off. But um, I'm sure they worked that out now. But the N.C., is a surprise right now. I mean, I'm not totally surprised in the long run, but early on, the Jacksonville Jaguars, 2-1, going out west, beating my uh, sort of second favorite team, the Chargers, knocking me out of my survivor pool already, thanks a lot, beating them by 28. Jeez, jeez, wish. Um, so I'm looking forward to them come here. Now, it's going to be interesting this weekend because – we have the, your weather event making its way up here as, as, in, as remnants, so we shouldn't have the wind, but we might be a soaking, um, and so we'll see how that influences the game. Um, uh, this Sunday, uh, it's already decided. We already decided to kind of postpone our little celebration we're going to have for my dad. That's a separate thing because of this, but so but I'm looking forward to the game. The return of Dougie P. Lucky P's still my boy I don't care everybody says that's still my guy until we win another one but he's always gonna be going to be the to above the first never forget your first and <laughs> even though Carson is pathetic I still have to give him credit for giving us the head start and for my man Nicky Foles to come in and clean it up so just a nice one-three punch uh, with him back then. But since then, Carson has not been right. And really, when Jalen was drafted, he was definitely not been right. So, yeah, he's going off But back to the AFC. Yeah, Jackson was a big shocker. And um, Cleveland hanging on without a quarterback. I mean, without the quarterback they wanted, they hit 2-1-1. So right now, it's surprising me. And the Raiders being 0-3, oof.
0: I did not expect that. <laughs> yeah, I mean, at this point, you know, it's yeah. I mean, it's good. It's still early in the year. A lot of things going on. But how about this? Like I said, when you look at it this way, the Eagles and the Dolphins are the only unbeaten. The Raiders and the Texans are the only two teams without a win through three weeks, mm-hmm. and that's kind of unusual too. You know, normally you don't see a balance uh. in, in this league this early. You know, normally teams will take off and and hide for a while, and then the bad teams just continues to try and figure out what the hell they are. But I mean, there's a lot yeah. of surprises and disappointments to look after, and we'll get to that obviously here, here in just a moment. But our new thing we've done this year, we started last week, obviously, our bets, and Matt has our results. He's the fancy, and obviously. Bet expert, so he has our results. So go ahead with it.
1: All right. Well, yes. Yeah. Um, if you look at our results from last week, it was our first week doing this. Um, our combined record was pretty good. Um, we went four and two. Um, for me, I had the I took the Dolphins plus six. They won outright. I also took the Titans plus two, and they won outright. So I, I went two and zero oh last week. Um, yeah, Rob, yeah, Rob, you, uh, you took, uh, Baltimore minus three, um, they covered, and you took Detroit getting six, and they covered, so you went 2-0. I,
0: I'm very proud of that. I'm very damn proud of it.
1: yeah. Um, uh, didn't have <laughs> yeah, Kwame yeah, you didn't have the greatest week, but um, we'll, we'll have our 0 two weeks as well. You went zero and two. You had the Giants minus one and KC giving oh. up five and a half. Mmm, mm, mm, mm. that's right. I did pick the Chiefs, the Giants. Oh, yes. I knew the Giants won. Uh, yeah, I remember that, but I forgot about the Chiefs. Mm, mm, mm. <laughs> that's right. Yeah, it was a rough. It was a rough week for me anyway. Because every week I would make my own picks. Of all the games, ooh, I had a rough. Yeah, thank goodness Eagles won. That <laughs> made me that my whole week. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's never one. That's always number one for me. Yeah. So let's see. let me see what's out there today. Let's see. <laughs> so, yeah, we got to pick two this for this coming weekend here. What? It,
0: yeah. I already got my two down.
1: Yeah, I got Mike, too. Uh, you guys go. i take a quick peek. I think I have an idea who I like already. Uh, let's see. Uh, you want me to just go start going?
0: Yeah, 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 go
1: ahead. Okay. Um, my first pick here is uh, I'm coming down here to Florida and I'm going with the Chiefs. The Chiefs are just getting up just two points to Tampa. Um, Tampa is practicing in Miami. They're not in like a regular home setting situation, obviously because of the storm. And they're injured on top of all that. And Casey's coming off an embarrassing loss. And then Casey's going to come out and beat them down. And uh, that storm will be passed, so wind and all that won't be a factor at that point. Um, another one I'm going with here, game that I I don't know. This uh, it, it almost seems too good to be true to me, but I'm going with Arizona getting one and a half points against Carolina. <laughs> I mean, it's in Carolina, but I mean Arizona. They're they're, they're not. A, they might not be super a Super Bowl team, but they, they should be able to kill Carolina. Carolina's terrible. Baker Mayfield's a joke. You know. So, yeah, I'm going with Arizona here,
0: plus one and a half. Well, you got to be careful because last year Carolina went to, they went to Arizona and had their best game of the year. So, remember that. <laughs> just just be careful. I mean, uh. Anything can happen yeah, in one week. Cam yeah, Cam Newton. Yeah, yeah. Cam had a night. I don't know what Where what his is whereabouts is. I don't know if the Patriots are calling him or not. You know, after <laughs> after the fact that they have Mac Jones on on potentially on the eight week IR rumor. But anyway, uh, like I said, I mean, I was going to pick the Chiefs and the Bucks, <laughs> but I, I moved around now. I got yeah, two. If you
1: have your pick, just take your pick. It doesn't matter if we have the same team. We
0: don't have to like not. Pick well, I, I'm right. going to go. I, I'm going to go away from that, but. Seattle, like I said, I'm looking at the, uh, the Detroit-Seattle. Like I said, Detroit, remember, they're good against the spread. Obviously, Dan Campbell knows. So, okay, they had a tough loss here to to, to Minnesota. I had them covering, but I, I knew it was going to be tough if they were going to win, if they think they were going to win Minnesota. Well, they're home again this week. Think about this. Detroit has not played outdoors yet. They're the only team in the NFL that hasn't played outdoors yet. And they, stayed, and they stay indoors. They host the Seahawks, and they're getting four and a half. To me, that line is too low. I think they're going to beat the Seahawks pretty easily. Seahawks are not a very good football team, so I'm taking the Lions outright with the points. And then my other game is obviously, you know, another another game that should be, you know, like I say, yeah, Cleveland. But Cleveland's a good football team. Don't, don't underestimate Cleveland, you know. If Baltimore still has troubles with injuries and whatever, they can win the 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 North. They can actually win the North this year, you know. And and even Jacoby Brissett, as long as he don't make dumb mistakes, they're they're going to be where they need to be. Well, on Sunday they're going to the ATL to play the Falcons, and they're a, and they're only getting they're a one and a half point favorite, which I think is also too low. I think they should be about four point favorite. I don't think the Falcons. Yeah, the Falcons have been competitive, but they're not that good. They're really not that good. So, once again, I'm going to take the Browns outright and, and the points. Okay,
1: okay. Hmm. okay. I'm going to go. Uh, I just lost it. Uh, okay, you take pick. Oh, 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 oh. Here we go. Here we go. I'm going to have to go with. This is a weird number. And I'm going to take it the Sunday night game, Tampa Bay plus two at home, and uh, over KC. With and I, I, I know KC lost. I know that, I guess theoretically the better team, but they both come off from a loss, so it's not that KC going to come in any more fired up than Tom Brady and company. And uh, they should have some receivers back. I know the loss was so. to coming back from suspension. Um. Evans. So I'm I'm taking T B. Uh giving me two points. I'll take that gift. And uh the other one I kinda like is I'm trying to avoid kinda of voice away from even though we've been covering <laughs> but and with the weather, uh I might leave that one alone. So instead I'm gonna go with I can't believe I'm gonna say this. Another home dog, Baltimore, plus the three with the Buffalo. <laughs> Baltimore, okay, okay. I think I think uh even though we both may both hit with weather challenges and even there, um Baltimore, one thing Baltimore can do is run. And you got Lamar Jackson uh with you. I would lean more and, and I know Josh can run and Rain loves running over people so it might be a whole lot of quarterback running in that one. But I'm going to lean on uh anymore. I'll take these home dogs. Okay, okay. Nice, nice. Well, just to uh, confirm we got these right, um, so Kwame and I have are, are having the first head-to-head matchup here of the season. I got KC minus two. Kwame's got uh, Tampa plus two. And then oh, I've got Arizona okay. plus one and a half. And Kwame's got Baltimore plus three, and then Rob, you've got uh, Cleveland giving up one and a half, and Detroit
0: getting four and a half. Yeah, basically, I, I, I no, I'm picking like said Browns uh, outright, outright, because it's the, the yeah, lines just yeah, too you know, the lines yeah. too low. I I think they can beat the Falcons.
1: Yeah, yeah. But yeah, I'm just confirming. That, I got People all the
0: well, uh, that, I said the Browns are favorite. That's yes, they are favorite. favorite. They what are favorite, but only by a half a point. North only by a point well, and a half. are
1: giving up one and a half, so, um, you
0: know, they have to win
1: by two, <laughs> basically. All right, well. Yeah, I'm saying you should
0: win. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I uh, write for a dog. Yeah. All right, well, yeah. I s- said even though it's Tuesday, I mean, we could have some fancy football questions. I did get in touch with our buddy John, who obviously helps with the fancy, but this week there will be no fancy questions, just because of the, because it is not a Wednesday and he wasn't prepared. So we will return with that next week on the look back. But we move to our favorite part of the show: surprises and disappointments. So go ahead for week three. <laughs>
1: Okay, so, um, surprise, oh, man, So I put them as a, the, I make this game a surprise or a disappointment? Um, let's make it the surprise. I mean, the Colts, you know, again, they, they, they got shut out against Jacksonville, lost 24 nothing, and then they come back and they beat the Chiefs, the team that everybody loves and, you know, Super Bowl contender, so. You know, first win of the season after a disappointing first two. So Colts have to be the um, surprise. And for a disappointment, um, oh, man, you know, Denver won their game. That game was terrible eleven to ten. I'm gonna make that whole game a disappointment. Both teams. So yeah. Yeah, the whole Denver 49ers game was a disappointment altogether. <laughs> yeah Rob and I were having fun talking about Jimmy G. Just so I was about to give the guy credit, man. I was in the third quarter I said like, I said, like, you know what? This might be my Surprise team that will scare me in the NFC, and then Jimmy G does what Jimmy G does, and just keeps backing up, backing up, backing up, backing up, backing up. Oh no, I stepped out of bounds! Like, how do you not know where you're at, brother? And they lose by that margin. <laughs> I mean, that that two points was critical, was crucial. Um, but I can't say I won't call that a disappointment. Um, I mean, I'm a little surprised, but I say a disappointment man, this week um, was uh, for me the Chargers. Damn! <laughs> and now I know Robs was not disappointed. Not surprised. He predicted the Jags would go out there and win. The Jags haven't won a road game nineteen weeks. So even though the Chargers have a little bit of injury and my boy Herbert got the bruised rib, I still thought they're going to take care of business at home. After three extra days of rest guess the Jacksonville team, had to go across country. But I was wrong. So that was my biggest disappointment. And uh, you know, a surprise um, was a surprise was in a weird way. and It shouldn't be a surprise. I was a little surprised that the Bengals beating up on the Jets. I know it's the Jets, but hey, that's the Bengals are looking really shabby <laughs> and. I thought, well, Jets feeling a little good about themselves, they picked a little fight for my people that did not work out, so yeah that's it for yeah
0: my surprises for the week. well, my surprise, going back to that that game that I picked that i you know I thought the jack would would win, and they did, but they did it in a monster way. They ended their long losing streak on the road, and like I said, I mean. Jaguars a sleeper team, I hate to tell you all this, and I said this to you, Matt, in our pre-show, you know, Dougie P has been more of an overachiever than an underachiever as a head coach, he's a good head coach, and obviously Trevor Lawrence, you know what's funny, and they said this, I read this, when Pey- Peyton Manning lost all of his road games in his rookie year, the next year, he pe- he beat the Chargers in week three for his first ever road win. Trevor Lawrence lost all his road games in his rookie year, and then his first road win was against the Chargers. So, and it was also in Week Three. So, I'm not saying that Trevor Lawrence is the next Peyton Manning, but hey, it's kind of odd. It's an odd deal, but I mean, but the but the Jaguars they're they're they've proven that they're going to be in the mix for a while. I mean, they they got their act together. Dougie P's got this team working, and like I said, Trevor Lawrence is the quarterback we expected him to be. So. It's it's going off to a good start, and we're going to see how it goes. I can go anywhere with my disappointment, but my biggest disappointment to this point is the Las Vegas Raiders. I'm sure Al Davis is very much happy about what his team has done. And and, and obviously, you know, Mark Davis still looks like a clown. But anyway, this team is just – I mean, this team made the playoffs last year, right? With all the hell that they went through last year – you bring in Josh McDaniels, it's almost like a failed mistake. The coach that they had should have been still their head coach. I think there's just no communication. There's just no nothing going on right now. And they just got bun ruffs by the Titans. Titans did whatever they want. So and, and to this point, there's been the disappointment of the season because we all saw what happened last week, blowing that big lead to the lazy quarterback. So... Yeah, the Raiders are a joke right now. They need to get their act together. They're supposed to be in the best division. It's already overrated. And I'm right about that. So, now we get we get to the games. We have two games we have to preview. We have to preview the Thursday night game. And then we have to preview our first overseas trip of the season, London. So, the first one is the Thursday night game. And we're going to do it as quickly. We have eight minutes left. Is... Miami taking their undefeated streak on the line to the defending AFC champions, home the Bengals. Like I said, Kwame, you think they're going to be th- th- this era's uh, representatives? They have to face last week's, last year's representatives. So big matchup here on Thursday night between two young and hungry teams. So go ahead. Okay, so uh, Miami oh. team, I thought. Oh, sorry.
1: You want to go, find? Go ahead. I'll go quick. I know you called my name. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah, I hear. Okay. Yeah, Miami's a team I've had a lot of faith in early in the season. You know, I picked them as my lock of the week the last two weeks. They've come through. and But like I said, you know, they need, they need to come up with more than just Waddle and Hill. Um, they can get by for now like that, but they need more. Um, Cincinnati's a team that hasn't been off to the greatest start. Obviously, their offensive line is with all these new pieces. It's still not good. Um, I think they'll settle down, but for this one game, Thursday night in Cincinnati, I think uh, I think the Bengals are going to come through, and I think Miami is going to have a bit of a downer this week. You know, they just had a huge win against the Bills. That was a huge game for them. Like I said, that was like a measuring stick for them. I think they're going to come into this one and. It's going to be a little bit, a little bit of an emotional letdown, and Cincinnati pulls it out. Final score, Bengals, 30-27. Okay. And I would say, I, I actually agree with you there, that I think Miami's coming off a big gap, big win, so they're going to come in going forward. And number two, no one can't tell me that Tua did not get concussed. I know the concussion it's a back. But the back of that noggin at the ground, and he got up and couldn't even stand. Now, I don't know how that's a back issue. But if they want to play that game, fine. And the Bengals, after that win, I think they're going to feel a little good about themselves, and they're going to come right, come home right to ship and make themselves 2-2. Two two, so I will go with the
0: Bengals' lower-scoring game, thinking think in 24-17. Well, y'all both going with the Bengals. I mean... We all forgot they're still struggling with their old line, and they still had a little problems in 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 the Meadowlands. But obviously, they're not the Jets aren't as good, so they took care of that business. Miami's—we're not talking about their defense. Their defense is pretty decent, and even though yeah they struggle against the Ravens, they they obviously made Josh Allen play play hardball and throw the ball sixty plus times. It's obvious that. If if this old if the Bengals old line can't protect Burrow, then it's gonna be a long night. So I think even though it's gonna be a decent game, I think Bengals will do well. I'm gonna still think the Dolphins are gonna continue their role right now. They're gonna to go to four and zero. So they'll be the first one until we play Sunday. So I'm going with the Dolphins here. And the foul score twenty seven to twenty two. All right. Now we have a we have a Sunday morning game that will be shown and when Matt and I preview the Sunday games, it'll still be going on. It will be Vikings and Saints in London at my friend my you know, you know Kwame our good friend Mike Appert's Tottenham Spurs Stadium. So, yeah, he loves his Spurs and his soccer. So, go ahead with this match. We got 4 minutes left. We got four minutes left, but a big matchup here with these two teams still putting jockeying for position in the conference.
1: Okay, I'll just go. Um, yeah, I'm just going quick. Um, sorry, sorry. Um, yeah, so uh, I hate I hate the Sunday morning games trying to pick them. They're always weird. Um, neither team's been impressive. Neither quarterback to me has been impressive so far this year. Uh, you look at one thing about the receivers. Uh, Chris Olave has more yards receiving than Justin Jefferson on the season so far. But um, I think Minnesota is going to win this one. Just Jameis Winston, he, he has a nice, uh, a lot of yards, but he just has not looked good. So I'm going Minnesota here, and I'm going to say final score is going to be 33-23. Okay, again have- I. You're not on the same path. I hate, I really hate these London games. I really hate the fact they play in London. Um, And I never know which way to go. That's why I leave these games alone on any uh, Survivor pool, because I don't know what's going to happen when you cross over the river, I mean cross over the ocean. Um, So I'm just going to say, what the hell, I'm going to go with the Vikings who are a little better team. And I want to say
0: 2017. Well, I mean, I don't like London games that much. I know the NFL is trying to build a franchise out there in London. Obviously, we'll see if that does ever happen. I don't know if it will or not. But obviously, this to this matchup, these are two teams are still trying to figure each other out. I mean, the Saints lost to Carolina, and that wasn't a really good game. They just, they you know, Jameis Winston just looks lost out there. I don't even know if he's healthy. I don't think he is healthy. I mean, the Vikings, they, they beat the Lions, but how, how good are the Vikings really? I mean, they were impressive beating, beating Pack and, and Aaron Rodgers week one, but that's just week one, and Aaron Rodgers is t- still on vacation then. They got destroyed by the Eagles and whatever. So I think it's going to be a battle to a degree. I, I say this game does go to overtime maybe, but I agree with but with the both of y'all it's it's a unanimous I'm going with the Vikings as well and the final score 24 to 21 okay cool so that's it that's our Tuesday look back I said well we, you know if y'all like it you will we'll try other days in the future but this is for, for emergency reasons we're not doing this next Tuesday so we'll be back at our normal Wednesday spot Matt and I will be back on Sunday to preview the rest of week four. Now we're getting into cooler months October, our first October, so like I said, enjoy your week in football. hopefully your college teams are doing well. I mean, we'll see what happens there, obviously so but that's all we have for this week, and we will join Matt and I will join you. Sunday, and Kwame will be back next Wednesday. Peace out.